0: Sauce podcast. Empowering women everywhere. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, Maul. So good to see you. And also a special guest today. We are so excited to welcome back Danielle Paratori. It has been a minute. Danielle, welcome. welcome Thanks for having
1: me, Mom and Liz. I'm so excited to be here again. So good to see you, Dan. Well, I'll shorten all names because, you know, it's just what we do here at this. It's just what we do. But, Danielle, it well, is it wonderful is to heart have heart a guest.
0: Heart, for sure.
1: <laughs> and it is wonderful to have you, um, to have you back for our listeners. Danielle came on talking about her experience at Har- Harvard Business School getting her MBA and whether you should get an MBA or not. So, you should go back and check out that wonderful episode with Danielle. But, Danielle, when you were here last time, we were gearing up for your wedding, things were happening. And right now you are pregnant with baby number two expected in August. So we thought, why not bring one of our wonderful guests back to talk a little bit about your journey? Because I think your journey of family planning and your journey of expanding your family all started. You're a very career driven, driven woman. Um, but you started a new job and found out five days on the job when you just started, you were five days pregnant right when you started your job. So I'd love to talk a little bit about that experience.
0: Sure. Yeah, I, um, well, I guess this is now two years ago now when I took my, I, I started my current company um, and I, what you said is accurate, Liz. I, don't, I I found out I was pregnant three days before I started my new job um, and I, I you, the three of us were actually working together at a company right before that and I remember going through the process of like, should I stay at this company and in this job because I'm trying to get pregnant? Um, and it was a really hard decision for me because it was scary. The idea of getting pregnant for the first time and starting a new job. Um, but I, I, I know I made the right decision in the end. Um, my son is perfect and, you know, stepping into this new, this new role was, uh, was actually, it was a, it was a career changer for me. It put me on the path that I am on now, um, which wouldn't have happened otherwise. Um, and wasn't an opportunity I could have gotten at the company that we were all at at the time. Yeah. And so yeah. Um, it was definitely the right thing, but it was, it was a tough, it was a tough call.
1: It's so yeah. interesting, it's- Danielle, because I feel like so many people who are looking to plan their families want to plan their families. Maybe it's expand their families. Um, and so many people go, Oh, I don't want to leave my current job because I don't, if I leave, I don't deserve a mat leave somewhere else or a pater- um, paternity leave somewhere else. I haven't earned it or, I might have to work really hard proving myself at the very beginning, but I'll be pregnant and who knows what that looks like or, you know, have a new baby on the way, et cetera. So maybe it'd be great to hear, you know, because I think a lot of people are probably in that situation, especially over the past few years, there's been a lot of job shifts and changes for a lot of people. What were some of the things that you thought about? And it sounds like you were like, I'm very happy I made that choice. You have a wonderful son, but it also sounds like it was a big career change for you as well on a path that you wanted to get to. That you would have been holding yourself back if you hadn't made that choice.
0: Totally, and um, yeah, I, you know, I would say two things. One is that one thing I think I did right in making that choice is I was very open with my new employer about the fact that I wanted to get pregnant. This yeah. is a really scary conversation to have because you don't know how they're going to respond. Yeah. Um and I want to recognize that there's incredible privilege in being able to have that conversation, right? Because I was in a position where I could say, well, if they're going to say that isn't the right fit, then I can go find another job. That's not always the case for everyone. So there was you know, massive privilege in being able to have that conversation. But um, I knew that I was, whether I was going to get pregnant quickly or not get pregnant quickly, I was entering in a period of my life where I wanted to start my family. Um, And I purposely sought out an employer. My my, uh, boss at my new role was a mom. Um, and someone who I actually had worked with kind of tangentially, but you know, knew of before and someone whose decisions around motherhood and parenting I knew I respected. Um, and I just went out on a limb and I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to have a baby. Is that OK with you? Um, and her response could not have been more encouraging. And so part of it is also selecting, selecting yeah. an environment and an employer that is supportive of you and um, and it really paid off in that. I kind of, if I reflect on it, I'm still so glad I did it, but I, it, it ended up being a pretty worst case scenario and that I found out I was pregnant three days before I started at this brand new job at this brand new company in a role I'd never done before. That was definitely a stretch. Rip. Like she, yeah. she, she gave me a, my boss gave me a step up opportunity that I will always be grateful for. Um, and then I proceeded to get incredibly sick. <laughs> like, you know, I threw up for nine months um, with my son. And um, so I uh, it was very, very, very challenging um, to learn a new role, to ramp into a new role, but I really knew that my boss had my back and that was a very big deal. Yeah. And I think, you know, you're referencing your boss specifically, but I think you also touched on the environment and like the overall culture of where you are also plays a huge role in that, right? You want to feel supported and just give you so much credit for having that conversation preemptively, proactively, and just being incredibly transparent of, I'm I'm so fired up about this role. I'm so excited and honored for the opportunity. And yet this is one part of my life, right? Because in the other part of my life, um, we're trying to expand our family. We're trying to start a family. And I give you a lot of credit for just being very, very open and honest about that. And of course, you had the great benefit of being in an environment where that was that was honored and that was supported. Um, and you're right, not every environment would have allowed that, but I'm so glad that's been your experience. And I think hopefully a reminder to, to anyone listening that we wanna strive and orient to those types of experiences everywhere we can, right? Set ourselves up and and be around people who wanna support our whole life and our whole person, not just who we are at work. hundred percent. And I would say on that too, there's, you want to look for clues for that, of that in any given environment. Um, But something that I think is really important now as a leader myself is it's important to not only respect people's lives outside of work, if it has to do with kids. Because there are lots of people who will choose not to have kids or maybe haven't found a partner or have other things that are really important in their lives. And supporting the whole person doesn't mean just supporting parents. It -hmm. actually means supporting the whole human. So this is something that you can look for before you have a family, before you're trying to get pregnant. And I would encourage you. I would encourage anyone to do that because it, it by definition means you're entering into an environment that will be more supportive when those things do start to happen. Yeah. And such a, such a good yeah. reminder that, you know, family planning is one component, but there are so many other things that as adults we go through and that we want to prioritize in kind of our work life integration. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think all really good perspectives. Sorry, go ahead, Lizzie. I jumped in.
1: No, and I can speak to that as somebody who's had my career and not had yeah. family planning be a part of me growing my career and my time in my career. That wasn't, you know, that the opportunity hadn't come up that family planning was a part of it. Um, and there's been times where, you know, I get asked, you know, I think it can easily just happen. Why can't you work late? Of course you can work late. Um, or you can go on this trip or you can do this evening thing. Um, and, 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 and probably I, I would have more of an opportunity to be able to do some of that. But also I think there's a lot of people who, and and, and sometimes it's like, but I don't, but what if I have something really special in my life? That's like, I'm that I really, a hobby that I really, really like that takes place at night. I could reschedule it, but maybe I don't want to. But I think the other flip side of that argument too, is there are people who have families who um, would love to be doing the evening thing. Don't just not ask me because I have a family. I can rearrange and make it work. And I think it's just being perceptive to all of that is so real. And I love that you bring that up, Danielle, because there's just been times and I can say in my work where it's been like, oh, Liz is doing this, Liz is doing that. But it's like, but am I? Cause I've got my, I've got some other personal things outside of what we usually see as, you know, a reason why maybe I wouldn't be able to attend something. And I hope I'm explaining that correctly.
0: I think that's a hundred percent right, Liz. I think oh, you're so right. And there are some parents who I work with who are like, please, like I need a night out. I want to yes. be the person. Yes. To go yeah. on the. Some, day. I want to yes. be the yeah. person to host the happy hour, right? Um, and then there are some parents who are like, I'm too overwhelmed. And then there are people who don't have kids who maybe just don't want to go. You know, people right. also have different ways of showing up. And some people are introverts. Some people are extroverts. Some people get really tired by certain kinds of activities. That's all legit. That is all totally fair. Um, and I think the point is to respect all of it. Like motherhood and parenthood certainly bring unique challenges, but you could have someone who's caring for an aging parent or yeah. you who know, really spends a lot of time with nieces and nephews. Like you just never right.
1: know. Right. Yeah. That's um, the thing you never so know. I think it's so important. Yeah, you yeah, never no, know. thing that, that I do want to touch on that you brought up was how you, you know, went to your employer and let them know that, you know, I'm thinking about starting a family, all of that love that you did that, But I also would love to get to this place where we don't feel like we have to do that, you know, that we feel like we can show up six months pregnant and feel empowered and be like, "I'm six months pregnant, what? You know, and not feel like we we are worried about how our employer is going to perceive it. You know, if we decide to make the choice to not to not do it because we're pregnant, I think that's fine or we're we're starting our family. But I think the fact that we feel like we have to tell our employer, I would love to see that shift over the next so many years, because I think it's so less empowering and makes people feel stuck, um, if that's the right word, and that they can't progress their career or can't go look for a new opportunity.
0: I think that's so right, Liz. and I think uh, so... I shared that with my employer because I felt like I did not want to take a job where that wasn't going to be respected. Yeah. Like this was actually in the offer process. I was like, Hey, right. So, so you know, this is going to be cool with you. Um, because I, I think that the unfortunate reality is there are still some workplaces where you yep. may not, they, that may not be embraced in the way that it was in mine. And I guess I I don't know how to put it other than like I'm over trying to live up to someone else's expectations of who I should be and how I should show up. Like I hope that you certainly get to a point in your career where this is definitely true, but I would actually encourage people to be doing it even earlier. Like there's no job that you should have to get. It's about the job and you being a good fit. And if you do that from the beginning, you're going to find you're going to have a much happier, much longer, much more successful career. Um, there's so much, I think, especially we all work in tech. There's so much around, uh, oh, there's this great tech company or this company's amazing or everyone's making so much money at this yeah. company. I've interviewed at a lot of those companies. And then I'm like, Mm-mm, this is not, not for me. It you know? mm-hmm. And it's not. And maybe you don't you even interview and you don't get the job at those companies. That's a great thing. You are not a fit for what they are looking for. Like move right on. Um, it's a gift to have that. So I think you're absolutely right, Liz, that I, I do hope that we get to a place where this is not even a conversation you feel like you have to have. But in the interim, I think it's okay to protect yourself. Yeah, love that. And I think that's such good advice. So let's talk through, okay, you get this new job, you find out you're pregnant three days in, and then you're incredibly sick for the entirety of your pregnancy. And you talked through the ramp and the onboarding and all that, and I'm sure that was incredibly taxing then you actually take your leave and come back to a new a new job at the same organization, yes. but a new job. So I would love to hear um, about kind of your experience transitioning back into a net new role again, and what that looked like for you. Yeah, it is funny to reflect on the last two years of my career. Um, it's, I didn't set out for this to be what happened, but I've probably had the biggest career growth in the time when I've been having my babies, which is kind of wild. Um, not, not something I would have ever expected. I would have said, Oh, maybe I need to find something that's like a little bit more stable or a little bit more calm for a little while. Mm. Um, and, uh, that hasn't been, that hasn't been what happened. I think just for context, for, um, anyone who isn't as familiar with my career as you two are, which is intimately familiar. Um, I, uh, when we were working together two years ago, I was leading a team of about, I think, about 10-ish people in strategy. And then I came into my new company, where I found, the role where I found out I was pregnant. And I had a team of, um, this was a first for me, starting to lead customer-facing teams. And I had like 15, 20 people. Um, and then I came back from that leave into a VP role where I'm now leading a team of 50 people. Um, and so just the, the like change in my day to day has been massive. <laughs> um, and I, I, I would say first off again, like this is where I can't overstate the value of finding a company and, and a culture that believes in you because so when I came in and I did this, the first role, um, at my company now for nine months before I had to go on maternity leave, um. I remember I knew I had to go on leave, by the way, as a side note, when I couldn't get out of my chair, I was stuck. And every time after a meeting, my husband would have to come like, you know, like lift me out. Help lift <laughs> me so
1: Yeah.
0: All right, time for leave. Um, it was enormous. Um, and so, but then around the time that I went on my leave, this other role that I'm in now opened up. Um, And my boss and the culture and the company around her were like, well, we want Danielle for this role. um, So we'll wait, we'll wait till you come back. Um, And they waited. I had four months of leave and I came back into this new role Um, and I'm loving this new role, even though as a revenue leader, it is a a tough time to be a revenue leader just in the market that we're in today. And it's, but I've still have no doubt that this was the right decision for me. Um, And that that's not to say, though, that it wasn't challenging. I think coming back, the thing that I underestimated, I thought that it was going to be all about finding great child care. And as long as I had great child care, I would be fine.
1: Mm. Um, I kind I I I of see that.
0: I kind of, yeah, agree. Yeah. yeah. And I do. How. I actually, yeah. Another one of our old, our, our old coworkers, her nanny, was available. So I snapped up her nanny, who is the best. I love this woman to pieces. Um And I was like, okay, well, I've got great childcare, so it's going to be fine. Um, mm. What I totally underestimated was my own need to heal, to regroup, to kind of put my pieces back together, mm. to figure out my new rhythms and my new routines and my new life and my new body. Um, postpartum is not something to sniff at. Um, And I think that was the biggest learning for me. Mm. Yeah.
1: And I and maybe expand, if you don't mind, sharing a little bit more about that, yeah. because I think it's so important for people who are listening, who might be colleagues, manage people who are coming back from mm-hmm. a paternity leave, specifically, you know, um, you, Danielle, in your situation. Maybe talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about that, because as I've had more and more friends go back to work, they talk about everything from, um, everything from kind of mentally getting back in physically, how they want to, you know what I mean, physically being able to, show up being up all night, body changes, all of that. I'd love to just hear a little bit more about that.
0: Mm -hmm, For sure. I mean, my gosh, where do you start? So I remember I read somewhere um, and it was very helpful for me, but I read this somewhere that the biggest hormone crash in like the human experience happens after you give birth. Mm. Because basically you've had nine months of this crazy hormone build up and then this baby comes out and it is like, off a cliff. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that is in the very first couple of weeks, right? Like, you know, my poor husband, like there's things I apologized for yeah. later. Um, although I shouldn't have even had to, you know, cause I brought it- my, I brought his kid into the world and he was <laughs> like, yeah, 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 I get it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are, you are, you're not really entirely yourself, Um, just in the sense of you have these hormones coursing, there's this crash, and then these hormones coursing through you. If you're breastfeeding, breastfeeding also has a crazy hormone surges associated with it. Um, Breastfeeding is also just really hard to manage. I mean, there's there's, especially if you're, there's so much out there and now I'm getting into something that is not the topic of this podcast, but just around, you know, breast milk is best for babies and you feel so much pressure. Um, Mm -hmm. and the bottom line is if you're a full-time working mom, it's basically impossible to have a fully breastfed baby because in order to keep your supply up, you'd need to be nursing every three hours. And you can't do that when you go into an office every day. Um, And so you can try to manage pumping. Um, I certainly did. It's really hard. There's also like physically, if you need to pump and you haven't, there's physical pain associated with it. There's just a lot and Mm -hmm. your brain also does change when you have a baby there's this my mom always likes to say that having a kid is like having your heart walking around outside your body Mm -hmm. and i could not relate to that more so even when i knew my son was in the best possible hands you're of course dealing with some of this physical stuff that's just happening um but then on top of it, I'm worried about him all the time. I'm thinking, what does he need? Does he need, do I need to do this or that or buy this or that? Is he OK with it? his nanny? What's the plan for pickup today? Um, mm-hmm. So your brain is just really full. Um, your yeah. brain is full and you're dealing with a lot of body changes. And so I think the most important thing um, and that I received and that I try to do with people on my team is the other thing is it's not always just the birthing parent. It can also be the, you know, mm-hmm. anyone in a household yeah. where there's been a, where there's a brand new baby, I guarantee you, they're not sleeping enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, you know, physically, you're, you go from your working hours to physical, like physically caretaking for another yeah. being. You're really yeah. tired. Yeah. Um It's just the big, I think the biggest thing is just flexibility. Mm -hmm. It's if you can't make this meeting, but you're still doing your job, that is Mm A-okay. If you can't, and I have mixed feelings by the way about, the need to return to an office on like a very specific schedule, because I think mm. it's hard for working parents. I mean, yeah. COVID was really hard for working parents with obviously not having childcare, but they the shift to allowing parents to be working from home is a godsend in a lot of ways. You know, if you have a kid who needs to be picked up at four 30, instead of having to commute home to your kid, you mm. can work from home and go get your kid. Um, So for me, I think um, flexibility, as long as someone is doing their job, right. And doing it well, there's a point at which things fall off a cliff and then you have to have a different conversation. Um, Flexibility is huge. Allowing people to work remotely is huge. And then just like leaving space for whatever they're willing to share, because I think it's very easy in like one on ones to just get right into work. Sometimes you just have to be like, how are you doing? Whatever, whatever you're willing to share. How are you doing? You never know what people are going through. Um, And you'd be surprised that sometimes they just need to hear that they're doing a good job despite everything that's going on. Yeah, I think all of that is so true and and really good advice. And yeah, I think anyone... Anyone who has ever had an infant in their home, um, to your point, whether they personally brought them into the world or they're the partner of someone who did, yeah, it's in, it's incredibly just all-encompassing in every way, right? From the sleep schedule and, and the demands and all the things you're sharing. As you think about, well, I guess, spoiler alert, you are also expecting, again, you have another baby on the way. Yes, which is is so exciting and we are thrilled for you. But as you think about kind of this next experience of of taking parental leave and time away, are there any learnings that you are going to bring from the first experience you had to this one of stuff you're not going to do that you tried to do, stuff that you didn't do that you now want to do and know? I would would love to hear how you're thinking of round two of this. Totally. Well, I think, probably two big takeaways for me. One is I'm going to take a little extra time this time. Um, and I'm okay with it being unpaid, you know, just taking, and again, this is a huge privilege, but um, I have four months with work. And I think that four months is amazing, but it's kind of like just at the limit of where you start to feel like you're really coming out of it. Your baby's a little bit more independent of you. Um and so I'm thinking through a plan where I may go back part time for a month after, um, just to give myself a little headspace and like settle in a little more slowly. There are a number of companies who have started programs where, for parents returning to the workforce, you don't return right away full time, you return part time, which I think is a great idea because it enables you to get back into it, to start contributing, um, but not feel like, oh my God, I went from. Yesterday was just me and my baby all day. And today I have a full schedule at work. Right. Um, yeah. So that's something I'm thinking about. Um, and then I think the other big thing for me that I learned this time around um, was I it took me a while. And I'm always someone who's been big on exercise and working out and. Um, You know when i can um but just like the the i have a real need for some kind of physical movement um to make myself feel okay yeah um and it took a while for me to get back into that i kind of like totally put that on the back burner while i tried to figure out having a baby and having a the biggest job i'd ever had um that is something that i'm going to try to prioritize more this time around even if it's, I think I used to think, oh, well, if it's not a 45 minute intense workout, it's not a real workout. Right, it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yep. Exactly. So, you know, I've got a little program I've been doing now, it's 15 to 20 minutes. It's everything. It makes me feel okay. Um, and so really trying to prioritize that um, because so much about going back, so much of the learnings about going back or like, it's funny if I reflect, my son is totally okay. My son is great. I was the one who wasn't totally okay. Yeah. And so yeah. I have to figure out how to take care of myself yeah. better in order to be able to show up for my son. Um and he's fine. If yeah. I do all these things, he's fine. Mm. That's a big, like profound learning and observation and and really strong self-reflection that you know, I'm, I hope is valuable for others to hear that, you know, you said you found trusted childcare that you you love and you feel great comfort in. And so was it really him that was like, was that really where you needed to pour your time and energy or was it the grace and the self-love for you, right? To kind of allow yourself to go from this full time, 24 hours a day, raising up until that point, a four month old to just snapping back into, I'm a VP with 50, 50 people who rely on me. So I think that is so smart and really important. I think, I think in this culture in our culture, let's say generally, we put so much emphasis on the child and you absolutely should, right? Like kids are everything. You know, how we raise our kids, we were talking about this earlier, how you raise your kids is everything. It's who they shape the world. It is everything. But I think the thing that we miss is that kids aren't okay if their parents aren't okay. Mm -hmm. And so the best thing you can do as a parent is to make sure that you shore yourself up so that you are showing up fully and wholeheartedly with your kid. Um, Yeah. And your kid's okay if they you do a 15-minute yoga workout. Your kid's okay. They're fine. And then the benefit that you're going to get from that through the rest of the day and your child seeing you in a good mood and in a good place, that's actually the gift you're giving them. So it's um, it's um I shouldn't say that we put too much emphasis on the child in our culture because that's actually not what I mean. What I mean is that we miss that the parent – has to be solid for the kid to be solid. Yeah, I completely agree with that.
1: Yeah, and I wanted to say, Danielle, what was I gonna say? I love the idea of part-time, the idea of going back to part-time to ease in, and you're already gonna choose to give yourself that time. One thing I've noticed since working in the UK, more and more, specifically, I'm talking about the birthing, the women that are birthing the child, a lot of them I've talked to have come back part-time as well. And I didn't hear that as much when I was working in the U.S. So I love I love to hear that. And I think it's a really good call-out to remember for people who maybe haven't expanded a family that when you come back, your mind is now also worrying about pickup. Is my child okay at daycare or with the nanny? There's a whole other side of your mind working that maybe previously, you know, we don't know what everybody has going on in their lives, but speaking spe- specifically to if you did start a family Your mind's going to be focused on that plus work. Whereas previously, potentially it was just full on work. um, And that changes things a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Without question. The last thing I do want to touch on, Danielle.
0: um, Yeah. Go ahead, Liz.
1: Yeah. I wanted to touch on about how when you went to your company, how they, I love and want to repeat how you walked into the biggest position in your career, after having your child and that you said, I want to take mm-hmm. it. And your company said, we're going to wait for you. I just want to highlight that to anyone listening who, you know, feels comfortable. I want them to feel empowered that you can, you know, balance, balance the growing family and the growing career.
0: Yeah. And totally. you, and I love that too. And just again, like what a, what a huge accomplishment for you. And, and you, you obviously put yourself in a position where you earned and deserved that, and it is doable. It is possible. But I think we're also talking about it. Does, it 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 doesn't come without sacrifices, right? And you do need to pause and make sure you are focusing on self-care and restoration and not getting your, temp, your tank to empty. Because it can feel like if you have all of a sudden the new responsibility of raising a human and also the biggest job in your career, it is very easy to suddenly feel like this is too much and I cannot do all this, right? Like this is too much and I cannot do all this. Um, but I think you've just given so many really thoughtful tips of how how you can, how you can and and we always say we had um, Ashley Carter on here helping us talk about you know pro- getting away from these perfectionist ideals and I always now uh, remind myself like we're going for progress, not perfect and it, I think a lot of what you shared um, really summarizes that I want to do a quick summary of what you did say, Danielle, because I think there are some really powerful takeaways. So the first one was if you're making a career change and hoping and planning to expand and start your family to the best of your ability, own that and communicate that. Don't shy away. You really make the, I think a very valid point, like the environment and the culture has to be right for that to work. But if you're in a position where you can get both those things, do it. Right. Um, and so you said that we also talk about giving your, yourself the grace as you return to know, you know, do you need to take time part time? Do you need to create space for moving your body and for kind of mental refreshing? Of course, I think we all believe we would and we need to, but you're reminding us that's okay. Do it. We need to do that. And that's going to help you not only be better parent, better in your career, but a happier person yourself. Yeah. 100%. And the only thing I would add to that is none of that is earned only when you're at a certain point of your in your career. You have the right to have a child and expand your family and care for yourself in whatever way that is whether it's having a child or otherwise always. And I think it took me too long when I was earlier in my career to realize that I was do that that we as humans are all do that. Um, and I think actually you're a great example of this, Molly. I know this conversation is not about about um about your story specifically, but you know, you had your babies when you were still climbing that ladder. And, you know, if if you think you were a frontline manager, you were just in there and did it, and you've become so successful and are sitting in, you know, an amazing spot and an amazing role model for your kids. So I just want to make sure that. Um, that that is something that that people hear, which is, whenever is right for you and your family is right, and you will make it work. Um, just make sure that you're surrounding yourself and putting yourself in environments that are. Supportive of that, um, but everybody should be supportive of that. There's nothing more wonderful than bringing family and you know yeah. into this world. Yeah. Oh, thank you, and thank you, DP. I, I appreciate that. that. Totally do. Yeah. All right. Well, we can't let you out of here without the lightning round. You know. You know that, Libby. You want to take the first one?
1: Okay. Yeah. First question is: for new parents, is there a toy or a thing that you highly recommend? You just got to have this.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think. So I would say two things. One is not necessarily a toy, but finding some way to get some help at night in the very beginning. It could be a paid, you know, do, nighttime doula if that's something that's in your budget. It can be family help. I did a combination of I <laughs> we did everything, um, but finding you know someone who is willing. And I would say grandparents are a great option for this. Um, parents of older kids, you know, who remember what it was like will totally I would totally sign up to do this for someone now um getting some help at night so that you can get as a mom um or even as any parent you want to make sure you're getting a good four hour chunk of sleep every night from the beginning Mm. can feel hard to do but it's huge um so just don't be afraid to ask for help just don't be afraid to ask for help Uh, um and then the second one I would say is and you can see the trend here is anything that makes your life easier in the beginning um is a baby bottle sterilizer. It sounds ridiculous, but cleaning those bottles at 2 a.m. <laughs> it's just uh-huh. the worst thing in the world. And so we got the baby Brezza bottle sterilizer and it, it changed our lives oh. as soon as it showed up. Oh my gosh, no regret. That is amazing. I love that. I, of course, I, you know, I didn't have that tool because it's amazing how much um, all this changes in just a matter of years, right? But I love it. And I love that that's what you recommend. So what about, my next question is your- Favorite kind of self care product right now? Are you using something for your skin, for your hair, for anything that um, you're loving? Yeah. Well, I uh, I assume a lot of listeners of this podcast may have been targeted, just like I was, by Crown Affair, the hair care products company. Um, Basically, I there I have not been. Oh, really? They're Maybe is it not in the UK?
1: I gotta check this out. I have not been. I have not
0: been targeted by this, and I am immediately offended. Why have I not? Been?
1: <laughs> well, I was
0: heavily targeted by this, and their whole pitch is to build routines around your hair care, like self care routines, and also to have air dry, like just air drying your hair, which. As a mom, that is huge. If I'm being honest, I never like really learned how to use a blow dryer. <laughs> yeah, um, same. But now I'm definitely not going to. Yeah. So anyway, the, the Crown Affair uh, suite of hair products has been a game changer. I'm my a gosh. big fan. I am so excited to go check game. this out. I did not know I love that. It's <laughs> that. There's scalp scrub. Oh my gosh. Sunday night, it's everything.
1: Okay, mall. Well, I'm going to check that out in the UK too. Danielle, here's another one. If your colleague or you know potentially someone you manage is coming back from paternity leave you know so one of the parents of the new child what did, what's the best advice to the colleague and to the or the manager what would you say to help support them you kind of touched on this but if you got like a one liner totally i think the biggest thing to the manager is just expect
0: that they're going to need a little bit more support and just be ready for it like don't cool. expect that this person's back i can hand off everything that i've been waiting to hand off to them that i've been covering while they're out that's not go, maybe they will step up and be able to do that, but just let them ease in a bit and please, please allow them to have flexibility because you never know. I actually had someone come back from paternity leave on my team a few months ago. Um, and I mean, this guy is incredible. He's like truly incredible. Um, he was just so exhausted. And so sometimes you just need to say, Do you need to take the afternoon off? Like, it's okay. Yeah. Go rest. Yeah. Um, and just being there and opening up that space for that is, I think, a really big deal. Don't try and pretend. Essentially, don't try and pretend that their lives just didn't have an earthquake in it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, So whether true. they're a boarding parent or not, it's a
1: huge shakeup. It. It's
0: so true. It's um, such I love good that That's advice. Very as
1: yeah, and someone who yeah. is not, you know what I mean, a parent. It just it's really helpful to hear. So thank you, Danielle. Yeah. Yes.
0: Thank you. Okay. Final question in the lightning round before we let you out of here. We, we have to ask it. we ask all of our guests, you know, this, what is Danielle Puritore's secret sauce? Such a good question. Cause I think it's changed. Yes, I, was so thinking cool. that. I was thinking that also it's probably changing.
1: We're getting in the middle of our careers. We're learning. We're growing. So Danielle. <laughs> I, I know. can change. So I think there's still some for
0: me, I'm a, and you both know this quite well, but I am a, I'm a data and strategy and analytics person. That's my background. That is just my background. And so that's kind of always, especially now that I'm in a, a revenue leader role, um, that is definitely something that I lean into as being um, a background that a lot of other people don't have, That there's background that, other people do have that I don't have. Um, It's funny. I feel like my secret sauce since becoming a mom has actually really changed. Like I'm a mama bear to my team in, in, in a way that I didn't expect. Um, So the team that I lead is a lot of early career professionals. Um, And you have to be careful. I can't mom them too much. That would be inappropriate. Um, But what I say when I mama bear them is I'm very protective of them and very protective of, um, their experiences and making sure that they have positive and supportive experiences, especially at the beginning of their, of their careers. Um, but I also have found that now as a mom, I'm not, I'm not afraid to give them tough love in the same way. Like, Hey, you are not living up to your potential. Let's talk about why. Um, which your conversations, I think, were harder when I was a younger manager and maybe um, was just kind of getting my feet under me, whereas now I'm like, this is how my mom would have talked to me. I see you. I see you not doing what you what what you can do. So let's figure out how we get you there. Yeah. Um, Gosh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the summary that I heard there is just incredibly people-centric and going to do everything to advocate for your people, but that also you're pushing them to be their their best selves, which that like is, that. Uh, you know, I think a dream trait in a, in a leader and somebody pushing your people to have them be better. Um, oh my gosh, Danielle, such an, such an absolute treat. Thank you for all of the wisdom and knowledge. We just so loved having you here again. I loved yeah. being here again. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, I'll come back anytime. Chat. Love it. I know you've got <laughs> you're, you're a
0: regular now
1: yes i'll and, be a saucer um, count me in <laughs> thank you danielle and for all of our saucers that listened hopefully if you're looking at family planning family expanding specifically um just remember be bold
0: be bold and always eat dessert there is always time for dessert no matter what so so good to see you all lizzie danielle thank you looking forward to talking soon
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Sauce Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our personal anecdotes and biz tips and tricks we shared today. If you wouldn't mind subscribing and or following the podcast on any platform or leaving a one-line review of the podcast, it helps us out tremendously. Thank you, thank you. Molly and I would also like to state that everything stated on this podcast is our own opinions and it's not shared on the behalf of others or on our employers. Thank you.